Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And welcome to the Real House Bears. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, is this podcast Homeland Security? This is Mary Cosby, the voice of God. Um, I know where the Real House Bears are. They are in the hot closet. Click. <laughs> Proof. Proof that Mary was in on it the whole time. I need to be stopped being a backseat driver. Well, she's definitely in on us. She is in on... Well, you know what? You know, we've got competing podcasts. I know, we do. Mary Cosby didn't show up to the reunion. That's the headline. Well, that's a big no-no, especially if... I bet Andy's like... I can't wait to hear what he has to say about it. He's probably going to be like, well, she's not going to be returning. Well, duh. Yeah. You know, she probably was afraid of her synthetic hair catching on fire in the hot seat. Nasty. My hair was bad. No, mine took all of us home. Because you know that wasn't human hair wigs. There's no way those rats <laughs> nests were human hair. <laughs> I mean, she needs to, like, put her money into wigs instead of putting her money into clothes. I mean, she really knew it was not interested in defending herself Mm-mm. she knew that this whole reunion would practically be about her well yeah and she didn't want to like be held accountable for anything no i mean that's what she's done all seasons just walk out yeah mary how do you get so strong well i said good riddance because she's just a horrible human well she is a horrible human she has great tv though she's great tv but my goodness i can't handle her anymore and then to top it all off she posts these messages on our socials this week about how reality tv will rot your brain and watching too much reality tv blah 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 mm-hmm. I'm like, don't blame reality TV for your bad behavior. She's just like those pastors that are like closeted homos that go out there and suck a D and then they come back and they're like pissed and upset and start threatening everybody with Jesus and stuff. Don't be gay. Don't be gay. Oh my God, it is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She went to reality TV. It's it's like she's been down sucking D at the roundup. And then she posts about not sucking D at the roundup. Exactly. That's how they work. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if she has hands that are knives. Liam Oh, yeah, Liam (laughs) Lockett. I was like, wait, what? I grew up with a lot of things in my hands. They're not knives, they're just hands. She probably does. She definitely haunts my dreams like Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Well, you know, everyone is, like, speculating if Mary will be back. I'm like, no one has ever skipped a reunion and made it back. And they pretty much forced her to do all of these events. Because she didn't do any events the first season. Oh, yeah. she, she. I mean, we said from the very beginning, she really has not been all that interested in how much she has had to participate in this season. She's great TV, but so is Jen Shaw. So are the rest of the cast. She's like, Mary is just like, I'd like to stay in the closet of despair. Thank you so oh much. Oh my gosh. I enjoyed myself. I don't know if that, I bet that um, closet organizer is dead somewhere in there. Yeah, they haven't she, seen her they, since. They haven't seen her since she went in there. <laughs> a, a pile of clothes, like, avalanche down onto her, and she's trapped under there, and she kept screaming for somebody to help, but you have to use the intercoms, because nobody's around. Right. And she died right there. Yeah, once she ate the dead cat that was laying next to her. And... That's all she had. Gross. And, like, <laughs> she had no water, so totally dehydrated. Well, she drank some of the perfume, the old perfume. But, you know, that's going to kill you faster. <laughs> but so, it's, you're gonna smell great. I wonder if you're like drinking a lot of like cologne and stuff, and then dying. I wonder if your corpse smells good from it, like releasing all the like, gases and stuff. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that is the weirdest. Thing. Morbid questions with Hunter. That was such a weird. Question. I don't know. <laughs> what happens when people drink too much? Who has ever thought? What what happens when people drink too much perfume? <laughs> I guess I just smoked way too much today. I'm way thinking further into things. <laughs> okay, I'm feeling weird right now. 
I'm feeling like so weird. <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to think as hard as probably Carlin has to think as a nine-year-old who has to prepare all of her own meals. That's why we're Asian, not Asian. <laughs> oh, she's so funny. But, you know... Nine years old. I don't know when you're able to start, like, really cooking and stuff, right? I mean, what I grade know. is she in? Nine years old. That's, like, third, fourth grade. I mean, she acts like a 34-year-old. Yeah, but I'm... Pr I mean, at age nine, I know that I was not making my own eggs before school. Not... I mean, like, a bowl of cereal? Sure, a nine-year-old can make a bowl of cereal. Oh, yeah, that's easy. But... Like, making, making a eggs? real, like, no. cooking breakfast, and then later on, she's like, so you're going to be making your lunches, right? And I'm like, she's nine years old. I mean... Let her do it. I mean, she's... I'm not saying she's not capable. Clearly, she... Well, I don't know. Let her... She's like, could you let me borrow the recipe for mac and No, she's like, can you lend me the yeah. recipe? It's like, it's her mom's, like, homemade recipe for it. She's like, it's on the side of the box. But apparently, either Carlin or Dewey recently caught the kitchen on fire. Carlin said she caught the um, paper towels on fire. Okay, okay. I couldn't quite translate exactly um, how that story went out, but I knew that Dewey was somehow involved, and car and paper towels were on fire. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something that's going on in the kitchen, and there's fire involved. So at a location called Goldner Hirsch, Goldner Hirsch. Well, f I guess we should first of all s pull back a little bit because we've segued very so smoothly that people don't even might not even realize we're talking about episode sixteen, Holy Mother of Zion. Yes. We haven't been to Zion yet. No, we're excited to go. It's definitely on a on a um short list of places to visit. I wonder if Dewey and John will get us a villa there. <laughs> I don't I doubt it. What if we asked them really nicely? Well, um yeah, I still doubt it. I'll send it. Okay. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> But uh, back to the episode, uh, Meredith and Brooks and someone else who I didn't recognize, I don't think it was Chloe, um, are at a location in Park City called Goldener Hirsch where they're scoping out a place for Seth's 49th birthday, last year of his 40s. What, what? Whatever, it's not my party, I don't care. And then um, we move over to Mary's house where she's with her cousin, Big Joe. Big Joe. Remember, Big Joe is the one that she said, like, is doing the remodeling and he's like a really unreliable. Yeah. She said he's horrible. Just unprofessional. <laughs> so, but you know what he does do is he does kiss her butt. Uh, that oh, yeah. Well, what else do you do? You're getting paid by her. Yeah, true. Uh, but you know what she says? She says collecting things is class. Yeah. You're like, you're disjointed. No, sweetheart, it's called class. Like, no, that's called hoarding, sweetheart. Right, hoarding. right. <laughs> and I thought it was also weird that in the cabinetry there was like this gold, I don't know, piping for lack of a better term, like this gold metal piping in the glass. Mm -hmm. And she said that she's painting it black. Yeah, I don't know what that I'm means. like, we're going from tacky to tackier. Listen, I don't know what's going on in her head. <laughs> it's not gonna go well with that teal <laughs> it's not gonna uh it's well, uh, it's just gonna be ugly that's my taste so the guys are meeting for golf and you know a lot of people on social media are like quit trying to make the salt lake city guys happen I think it's a little breath of fresh air. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. It's There's no drama. It's just petty, stupid stuff that they're fun. Like they're doing that's fun. And plus, their story is somewhat directly related to the women's stories because yes, this is the second time that the guys have gotten together and have been like, "Listen, we really like each other, so we have to get our wives to get along." And they did the bets. What can we do yeah. for our wives to get along? They did the bets on this one, so they were like, "Well, we don't know how to make them get along, so we're gonna send them on a villa so that we can all hang out." by ourselves right right <laughs> let's be honest if the women can go on a trip and start to get along better that just means more time for me and the guys so, well it starts off they split up into teams it's justin and seth versus john and dewey and before they make the bet about the big trip to zion for the ladies yes they start off with just like 20 20 bucks per hole 20 bucks a hole 20 bucks a hole so just let me say this also justin is kind of the ringleader of the guys on camera. He gets the storyline going and keeps yeah. it going. Hey yeah. guys, he brings what things about up. Mother's Day? Yeah. Hey Seth, what do we need to for do you, for, for your, your birthday? birthday. Yeah. So Justin is always the guy who's kind of like getting Moving the, the story around. along, yeah. Yeah, so he brings up Mother's Day. It's in a week. And the guy's like, oh, when is it? 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I can never remember Mother's Day. I always know that it's in the end of May. I think it's a week or after middle my of birthdays. May. Middle of May. Middle of May. I think it's a week after my mom's birthday. So I'm like, ugh. Yes. <laughs> he Justin suggests that they send the ladies on this trip as a Mother's Day gift, and a chance for the guys to spend more time together. So they're still on this path of we've got to get our women to get along. I know. They just don't want any drama. And this is why we don't have a House Husbands franchise. Right. Where's the gay House Husbands franchise? Oh, like, we're talking about a, drama. A bunch of gay husbands together. Because they can't get them to behave well enough to get any, put it on film <laughs> or put it on television. Girl, yes. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of blurry stuff on right. I definitely know that. <laughs> so then Justin asked Seth if the guys can do for him for his birthday party tomorrow. Cleavage encouraged. <laughs> which Cleavage encouraged. And he especially encouraged Justin that his wife bring the cleavage. Mm-hmm. Cleavage and courage is what he wants. Cleavage encouraged. <laughs> I just, well, we'll talk actually a little bit more about it, because I had no idea what a problem this was. I didn't know that either. Uh, but it, it becomes, it's a problem as far as I'm concerned. Yes. What's not a problem would be hanging out with Heather and Jen Shaw at the Cliffs. Oh Ball. my gosh, this looks so nice. Uh, and they're so much fun to be around. So they think are. about what a fun time that would be. It would have been awesome. That big giant pool. With the snacks I mean, and sandwiches. They could have invited us. We would have hung out outside of the camera. <laughs> right. And it's just like, wait until we'll the, the, the room. Wait until the cuts, and then we'll go back out and we'll hang out in the pool with you. Because they had a, like, a full-on platter there. Yeah. It was awesome. It looked lovely. Uh, Heather, I loved her bathing suit. I mean, I loved Jen's bathing suit, too, but I thought I really liked Heather's bathing suit. I really loved um, Jen Shaw's jacket the big fur coat yeah she literally was wearing every shade of endangered species <laughs> like it was so awesome heather's like this is supposed to be casual sporty and so this is casual sporty you ridiculous? <laughs> so you know i think that utah or what women or mormon women are a lot like southern women when you have a friend who or a family who is going through hard times you bring them a casserole mm-hmm. or you and your Friends get together and go help them clean their house or take care of something physical. When my ex's boyfriend or my my ex's brother is Mormon and he lives in Ogden, when he first moved there, the whole neighborhood helped them move in and brought over homemade pies and food so that they didn't have to cook in their brand new home. Oh, that's so nice. I mean, it's really awesome. I yeah. love, I like that about the Mormon community. Yeah, and things I find like that happen in southern neighborhoods as well. So families. you could really tell that um, when Heather Gay noticed that she left the church, she really noticed she left the church because all of those kind of hospitalities that you get don't come along anymore. Right. People don't call when you need help or anything like that. Nobody offers anything. But I am also with Heather Gay. I'm like, instead of me bringing you over a casserole or cleaning your house, how about if we have a spa day? I'm not in the mood to bake and I'm not in the mood to clean. Yes! yes. Me too. I mean, I would just be happy to go get a pedicure, you know, whatever. Just yeah. something to spend some time and chat and laugh and so on and so forth. I love that Jen's like, this is how you do a spa. Not like that Ted Bundy campground. That At Mystic go. Hot Springs. Ugh. Which I'm still anxious to go. I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, we're going to go. That's going to be fun. But, you know, Ted Bundy did live in Utah, and the only surviving victim of his uh, massacre lives in Utah. I mean, lots of uh, serial killing happening. I know, we noticed that. It was, it was pretty um, scary. So, you know, Jen and Heather have a lot to discuss, because Jen didn't go to Vail. Oh, yeah. We got lots of catching up to do. Um, so, I, first of all, what about Meredith kind of defending Jen in the last episode. Jen is still confused why Meredith is still mad at her. (laughs) She is. She's like, I've apologized. I met with Brooks. The bad behavior has stopped. When does somebody tell her that the they, Meredith hired a private investigator? Did I miss that? No. We don't find out until the end of the episode okay. on the bus that Jenny told Jenny Jen. Jenny told Jen. Okay. But we don't know that yet. Because I was like, how come nobody has said this to Jen yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know, that... Meredith kind of defending Jen, saying she needs her friends, even though that friend isn't me. Mm-hmm. I just still really think that's so wild, but still kind of funny. It feels like Jen Shaw's moved on. 
It feels like Meredith hasn't moved on. She just, I don't know, Meredith is just on this um, high horse, I guess. Okay, you just don't like me just because. Because you're an evil ass bitch that is pissed off because her membership at Facetune ran out. Okay, got it. Well, and it's quite evident when we find out that Jen Shaw was not, Jennifer Shaw was not invited <laughs> to Seth's birthday party. Jennifer Elizabeth Shaw. I don't know if that's her middle name. <laughs> it should be. It is today. <laughs> it is today. <laughs> so Jen gets really, really frustrated. She, you know, she's again, she's, she's like done her apology. She's made amends with Brooks. Why is Meredith? And you know, I don't really have an answer to why Meredith has still has an issue with her, but it looks like we're going to find out soon. She sent threatening messages to her child. Like that's it well, for her. No, they made amends, but you know, it comes up twice more in this. No, episode. that was for the gay remarks. This is for threatening messages. We did not hear about. Remember oh. she, her and Brooks were getting threatening messages from other oh, text messages. That was for, which is the reason why she hired the private. Yes. Message. But Jen, I, Jen and Meredith have already talked and made amends and Jen and Brooks have made amends. But after her being indicted for all this stuff was the final icing on the cake for Meredith. Yeah. So that's that, why Meredith's like, I don't need what, anything to do with it. But that's why I'm asking. It doesn't have anything to do with Meredith. Mm -mm. So why, um, if Jen has already, if Meredith has already accepted Jen's apology, if Brooks has already accepted Jen's apology, then why do these allegations against Jen have anything to do, what do they have to any, do with anything, as mm -hmm. far as how Meredith feels against Jen, until she's proven guilty, mm -hmm. or unless she's proven guilty. Listen, she's just been burned by her too many times, and she's done giving Well, and again, it comes up two more times this episode that there's stuff that we still don't know about. Yeah. So um, the conversation then turns to how did Meredith, Meredith and Mary become number ones when Lisa has been Meredith's number one? And how does Meredith, the question we've all been asking, how does Meredith tolerate Mary's racially insensitive remarks? She barely tolerates it. She like, she just blows it over her shoulder like it's nothing. She completely tolerates it. She just lets it move on. Yeah, yeah it's like, ridiculous. Not a big deal. Um, and why do they always just walk away when someone needs to talk about something? So Heather tells Jen that that's what happened in Vail. That when they were talking about Mary, Mary just walked away, Meredith walked out. Lisa walked away. Yeah, and then Heather tells Jen the big secret of how Mary could potentially be involved in this whole scandal... And, you know, Jen's not even that shocked over to hear that. Right? She's like, probably. <laughs> but Mary's like, look what happens when you mess with my church. Mm -hmm. You go to jail. Girl, you know what? Honestly, I wouldn't put anything past her. So um, Heather is like, Mary looks suspicious. And Mary looks suspicious, but I don't know if... She, you know, I don't know that I'm really buying into this, to be honest with you. No. I don't know that I'm really... Like, who did she call? And wouldn't they already know where she is? Now, if I were to find out that Meredith's private investigator came up with something and shared it with Meredith, who shared it with Mary, I can believe that. But to think that then either Meredith or Mary contacted an, an, the FBI... That doesn't seem likely. Would the, and I don't think that the private investigator would The FBI would have... She's on a reality TV show. People know who to contact. They contact Bravo. Bravo contacts the producers, and they're like, oh, yeah. well, Jen Shaw's set to premiere here today. Okay. Yeah, and it looks like they've had their eye on Jen for a while, according to anything that we've watched or read. Yeah. I think that they went and raided the house, and the... People at the house said, well, he, she's at Beauty Lab and Laser. And then they went to Beauty Lab and Laser. Yeah, they're like, how did they know you were at Beauty Lab and Laser? <laughs> I just can't with this storyline. Yeah. It's very um, paranoid. <laughs> well, it is. It is. It is very paranoid. But, you know, this is all initiated because Whitney likes to put pieces together. Oh, yeah. So Whitney kind of wouldn't it be Wouldn't it be this. funny if it was true? Like, that would be really intense TV. Yeah, absolutely it would be. We're now, we're already to like what this whole episode is about is Seth's big birthday party. This is the greatest party ever, and it hasn't even started. 
Oh, and Meredith is wearing that amazing purple black shoulder padded to hell and back awesome outfit. Now, this is the Meredith I went to see. Yes, I loved her outfit. I loved it. I loved the ponies hell with it. I thought she looked incredible. Her breasts, there is something strange about her cleavage, though. It looks still almost as weird as that plastic breastplate it looks like she's wearing. Do you with think that. it's because she's like putting too much makeup on it? I feel like there's a bit too much contour, and I do feel like her cleavage kind of pulls away from her sternum a little bit. Maybe she has a, a pigeon chest like I do. Or maybe breast augmentation has pulled her cleavage away from her sternum a bit. That's true. It could be as well. So, but nonetheless, she looks incredible. This is the fashion I want to see in Meredith. It wasn't something you see every day, um, but it was very 80s inspired, which mm-hmm. is my time. Very sexy. I'm like, yes, Meredith, redemption. Give me the business lunch special, and I am going to... The disco. Yes! (laughs) Seth and Meredith are so kissy. I don't like the close-up of them kissing. And Seth only kisses her top lip. Makes me uncomfortable. It doesn't. I don't don't need that in my life. I don't like it at all. I don't want it. I love how in love they seem to be. I love... It's a big difference from last season. So I'm very happy for it. I just don't need close-ups of it. Yeah, I completely agree. Where I could hear the spit from your lips, touch her lips. Well, before we get into the party, why don't we take a little break? Okay, I need a quick little Let's have a quick little party of our own. What, what? Party in the kitchen. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. Bye. Sit down with me. Let's lounge. This is Jenny from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. You are listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Yo, 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 we're back. (laughs) Are you having your midlife crisis like Seth? Uh, Yes. (laughs) Those pictures of shirtless Seth all over his birthday party, I think are funny. I think they're hilarious. I I mean, it clearly wasn't his his idea. No. (laughs) They're just a bunch of Instagram pictures. And you know, at almost 50, you go, I mean, he's like, yeah, I I say, if if it was his idea, you go for it. Do it. If midlife crisis could be in a photo, that's what it would be. Yeah, that's it. We see... um, our, our friends, uh, acquaintances. Yeah, I think we're friends. Chad and Jared. Yeah, hi, Chad and Jared. So th- there's someone that you might notice, a very attractive guy, uh, taking pictures throughout the entire event. He takes, He's right there when Seth jumps in the pool, and you see him anywhere. He's t- taking a picture. It's a couple that we've met a few times named Jared and Chad, who mm. are... The nicest guys. And not only are they the nicest guys, but they're so... Fit. Freaking gorgeous. Yeah, they are so, like... Like, some of the most beautiful guys I've ever seen. I know. Uh, wasn't it Chad that ran into us at the Lagoon? No, that was Jared. Jared. Um, yeah, Jared, um, he's just... It's hard to stare directly into his eyes because yeah. he's so gorgeous. Yeah, they are <laughs> such a gorgeous couple. And people yeah. that beautiful aren't normally as sweet as they seem to be. Yeah. So we've seen them a few Except times. Except for me, you know. <laughs> so we've seen them in a few uh, social situations, and it's just really cool to see our life. People that we know. On the TV. Yeah. 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 Um, so Seth's brothers arrive. We came out of the same mom's VJJ. Heather looks stunning in that red dress. I love her in red. She looks so gorgeous. She looks so good in red. Yes. Um, Whitney's wearing a beautiful black cocktail dress. I was surprised that if the, you know, the theme or directions or whatever it is, the dress code, I guess, is cocktail attire, why is Lisa Barlow dressed so casually, in my opinion? Oh, really? Those pants? I mean, I'm sure it was expensive. Yeah. But I wouldn't consider that uh, cocktail attire. I don't know. I think I would. I love your outfit. Uh, I don't know. I, the dress what looked like it, or the pants looked like an expensive, sporty type pant to me. Okay. And she was just wearing it wasn't a camisole because it was a, a unitard because she ends up getting into it in the in the pool later. Yeah. Later wearing the, I, what I was a unitard. So to me, it, I, I just thought she looked really casual, okay. and I was very surprised by that. You can feel that way, whatever the way you want to feel. <laughs> 
So Heather tells Whitney that Jen wasn't invited, and Whitney's like, what's going on? Yeah. What, 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 you know, again, Whitney understands that Jen and Meredith had made amends. So is there more to this story that we don't know about? Yeah. I just period, I just think it's periodly just her not liking Jen. Well, at the, at the end of the episode, we find out that's not true. Well, I just think it was. That's, that's what my conclusion was when gotcha. this was airing. Gotcha, gotcha. And then Meredith and Lisa greet each other and just hug each other like nothing's wrong. Yeah. Like last time they saw each other, it wasn't good at all. <laughs> but, but I'm glad. But whatever. You know? Yeah. And you know, sometimes friends do that when they're not ready to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, when you ha- feel like you have a true and friendship. And plus they don't want to talk about it at somebody else's birthday party. Uh, yeah, South party. So I was all into it. Didn't make, you know, Heather didn't appreciate it that they were, you know, faking that all was well and good. Yeah. And it bugs me. But I, I didn't mind it, to be honest with you. Some, when there's so much drama in a season like this, a little levity is nice. Something nice. Yeah. An enjoyable scene. Yeah. An event that they can go to where drama doesn't happen. Right. You know, I might be okay with Mary's Alexander McQueen pantsuit, too. I kind of liked it, too. <clears throat> yeah. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I liked it for a day party. Um, I think it would be better as a night party. True. A night outfit. True. Uh, but I guess the same could be said for Whitney's black cocktail dress. That's true. There was a lot of black in this episode. Yeah. Well, again, co- when someone when the dress coat is cocktail attire, I'm sure... A little black dress. Yeah, I'm sure that's one, a, a go-to for many a people. I would have thought, like, just a little red dress. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what Heather Gate did. Uh-huh. Jenny and Dewey come up to the bar right up next to Mary to order drinks, and Mary completely ignores them. She's so... Over it, as usual. Uh, she's nasty, but Dewey is a gentleman, and he asks Mary how she's doing. She's like, ask me in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> she looks miserable anyways. Right. And also, who invited that bad dog? I for sure do not want to be the one to tell Jen that Teddy the dog made the guest list, and she didn't. <laughs> it's, the, it's a child. It's one of it's one of I know, but he's children. jumping on everybody's dresses, and he's eating people's food. Yeah. Nobody can be comfortable. That made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, but... It made everyone uncomfortable. Well, just remember, <laughs> there are no bad dogs. Mm. Mm, I see where you're going with that. Why don't you just say the rest? I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> so Meredith pulls Mary aside, and we get a total crotch shot of Meredith. Like, if she, we see her underwear. Yeah. If she was not wearing underwear, we would have seen the real Meredith. (laughs) (laughs) The real Meredith. Oh, my gosh. I mean, seriously, I know a lot of women don't wear underwear when they're wearing tight dresses. Well, I'm offended by it. I I thought I was forced to see her JJ. And that's upsetting to me and offensive. You know what? (laughs) I'm offended by it. She forced that upon me. I think you should tweet it. And she it. should apologize to me. She should. <laughs> <laughs> now, Meredith does finally say that being offended, that Jenny being offended is valid. Mm-hmm. She finally says that. But she doesn't understand the extra steps of giving back the shoes. So you're still, and she, yeah. you're, you're not giving power to how her feelings were. Yeah. Because she's like, but if it was part of our culture, you're going to have to give it to her. That yeah. You know, I'm like, that's. Meredith, <laughs> quit tiptoeing. Right, right. But it quickly, easily turns over to Lisa Barlow because that's when Mary's like, well, Lisa Barlow's the one who even told Jenny in the first place that the shoes weren't meant for her, that they were meant for Jen Shaw. And Meredith's like, well, why is Lisa meddling? I feel like this group is not going to be happy until I choke on my pasta and die. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very conflicted by this because, you know... Lisa is known for doing a lot off camera. Lisa does have a reputation for doing a lot off camera. Yeah. Um, And I want to still kind of, you know, I just, I don't know. I just don't consider Lisa the villain that I used to, I guess. She just keeps everything going along. She keeps moving. She keeps storylines yeah. coming and going. Uh, yeah, yeah. She, and uh, I she'll guess... tell anybody anything off camera, behind everyone's back, like <laughs> their conversation. But she's been hiding it pretty well this season. 
She's been hiding any kind of backstabbing. <laughs> she's been trying. I mean, a, a lot of it's been kind of in vain, but... Um... Right, right. So, um, it's and maybe it's just because we finally got to meet her, and I was like, look how fun she was. I loved her. Yeah, so, anyhow. Um, it, so, I... But any, my whole point about it was, I really don't like Meredith and Lisa not being friends, and I don't like... It's probably because Meredith is recognizing all of this stuff that La Barlow does behind the scenes and isn't okay with it. That is 100% not true. Yeah, Meredith isn't the best housewife because she doesn't want anything said. She doesn't want any drama. She doesn't want anybody to yell. You know, she doesn't, I don't know. She. I don't know. I think that Meredith has really brought it this season. She's, she's brought really... it better than last season. Oh, yeah. I think this season, you know, she but I took think the it's... critique from the public yeah. last season. And this season, she has not kept her mouth quiet about most things other than Mary's racism. I know. We'll see how this season goes. So Seth calls Dewey up for an announcement. And Dewey thanks the ladies for making them fathers and being great mothers. That was sweet. Yes. He admits that he and John lost a golf game, and then, so he is offering a trip to them. They're being gifted, actually, a trip to Zion. A villa at Zion. So if y'all are not familiar, Utah has the most gorgeous national parks and canyons. It's and, gorgeous here. In the country. It's just unbelievable. And we've only been to Bryce Canyon, but that <laughs> I, I am still thinking about Bryce Canyon. That was amazing. But movies that you've seen, like, oh, what's that movie with James Franco when he's caught up in the... 127 Hours? Yeah, yeah. That was at Zion. Yeah. So movies where you're seeing this beautiful scenery, a lot of hiking, a lot of Can rock formations and yeah, canyons. Yeah, a lot of smooth canyons. So, oh, that's like Zion, I think. Yeah, that's that's probably a national park in Utah. Oh, yeah. Um, and that movie in particular was in Zion. So um, that to me, I was excited that they would get to go. But I can understand that, number one, it's Saturday and we're leaving Monday. Yeah. I, that would probably give me panic. I can also understand if this is for Mother's Day, I might want to be with my kids. That my would family. be a great gift. Yeah. yeah. But the guys are like, no, we don't want any of your drama here. We want to send you to the canyon so we could have fun here without any drama right. interrupting us. I'm proud of being a mom. I didn't think it would earn me a trip to Zion's with these bitches. For Mother's Day, you all go have drama. Because all the women always are like, come on, insert husband's name. Like, right. we're leaving. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're always right. like, oh, bye, guys. <laughs> I, I, and they think, oh, the women will get together and have a great time and they'll become great friends. They know that's not true. Uh, they know that's I not mean, true. They just want to get them out of their hair. Lord, they can barely get down the road. They're like, can you imagine that drama by our kids? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. And they're also not excited that Jen Shaw, well, Meredith in particular, is not excited that Jen Shaw is going to be going on this trip. Usually for Mother's Day... I love breakfast in bed, maybe some spa time. I don't know, but the last thing I was thinking was celebrating Mother's Day with Mama Shaw. So then we cut to a scene with Jen Shaw and Sharif. Um, they are doing their homework for couples therapy. Which I, Coach is always like, I, I don't... This wasn't in the book. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to paint. And I love that they paint their feelings, but it's basically just a billboard. Right, it's just words. They're it's just, just really just painting words. They're just making a board. They could have written those words. To each other. They didn't yeah. have to use paint. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure that they were going to like paint a scenic or some sort of abstract that Something that they've done together. You yeah, know, maybe I, paint him with her and the kids yes. in, a, in a rainbow. Right. You know, <laughs> it's basic kid stuff, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Jen is taking her therapy very, very seriously. So I appreciate that of her. She's like, maybe it'll help me with all aspects of my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I like, Coach is like... I don't remember us having to paint. <laughs> this wasn't in the books, lady. <laughs> um, so, but that was a really sweet moment. But, you know, Genshaw needs to take some pointers from Whitney and uh, Justin's paint seduction template. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> she needs to pour all that paint on Coach Shaw. Yeah. And she needs to throw him down on some canvas, and, and they need to roll around. Yeah, use that. That's couples therapy. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that. Use that big paint stick you got <laughs> to make some art. <laughs> Why are there three legs right there? <laughs> oh, no, she didn't. <laughs> you know I want me some young tenders. Jen has been house hunting. And it broke my heart. Oh, my. When they were looking, just going through the doorway, I was like, this is a tiny house. <laughs> it, it was why. I mean, it, it looked as small as our condo, practically. Well, that closet definitely is as small as the hot closet. I, I, I mean, ours might be a little bit deeper. I mean, when's the last time Jen Shaw's ever looked at a house that small? I don't know. Or been in a house like that her, small. her teens. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of wild to see, and it made me kind of sad. They need to get a three bedroom and just use that third bedroom as a closet. Right. Back at Seth's party, Whitney presents Seth with a cake. In the shape of, I don't know if they're necessarily her boobs. No, or just boobs. they're just boobs. I know that you have a certain appreciation for my cleavage. So, I thought I'd give you. I thought I'd give you a mouthful. But is it really wise to have Whitney carrying this cake again? Like, haven't we learned? That might have been a bad idea. Yeah, but at least she's not wasted. Right, right. And she's not trying to carry 18 other things at the same That's time. That's true. So she did do this really well. So we uh, finally get a real understanding of the sexual harassment <laughs> Seth has been doing towards Whitney. You set the bar for cleavage, and I want her to get the same exact cleavage. I've been talking to Meredith about getting the Whitney augmentation. Oh, Justin, please give me Whitney's plastic surgeon. I mean, that is art in its purest form. He has a very unnatural addiction to Whitney's cleavage. Now, I understand about guys being boob guys. I know lots of guys. And to be honest with you, I at one time thought I was a boob guy. Mm -hmm. So I really understand a boob obsession. But what I don't understand is in the year, I guess that was filmed 2021, being so openly blatant and about a woman's breast like that. And having another woman bring out her breast, quote unquote, to another husband. I think that wouldn't fly with a lot of husbands, but I think with Seth, I think it's just in the rule book. Well, I don't think it's ever... I mean, and Whitney is even like, I'm going to give you a mouthful so you don't have to talk about it again. Yeah. I thought I'd give you a mouthful. Then we never have to hear it again. So maybe even Whitney is like, will you please quit inappropriately talking about my bro? I like you, Seth. You're funny. Yeah, but I'm, you're making me uncomfortable. And it's, <laughs> and it's wrong. And it's not nice I, because I, your wife is right there. Right. I mean, he even says, I'm trying to get Meredith to get Whitney's boobs. It's like, what? <laughs> and Seth is walking around licking the nipples. Aren't supposed, are not are people supposed to eat that? Or did I they have another cake? I, I hope to God they had. Well, they probably had another cake because. They had to, because there was a huge party yeah, there. And yeah. I think I saw one cake and it was white. Right. And they showed him licking the nipple and then someone eating a bite of cake in the yeah. next cut. And I was like, that can't be the same cake. <laughs> But he loved that Maybe cake. Was. I was really surprised he didn't shove his face in the cleavage. Well, he did motorboat it. Well, he did motorboat it, but you know, just start a bite down on it. Rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> if I had a penis cake, that's I, that's the first thing I do. I'm like, rawr, 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 and eat it. Good, because I'm always hungry. <laughs> well, I was shocked to find out that John Barlow was once biting down on Lisa's sister Gigi. <laughs> He kissed her a couple times. They did date, but I don't think he was hot, heavy, or serious. They made out. Well, yeah. So y'all might recall that when we went to Carlin's book signing, we got to meet... Well, Genia is her name. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lisa calls her Gigi for short. And um, she is a lovely, lovely individual. Well, I mean, we chatted with her the most. Yeah, we hung out with her the whole time. We just hung out and chatted with her. But turns out Gina wasn't too happy when she found out that Lisa and John were engaged. Ugh. That is wild, though. You're engaged to my ex-boyfriend? 
Yeah, she had some words. <laughs> she had some words. I wonder how the relationship is now. It's got to be fine. Well, it seemed great. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they seem to be happy to see each other. Mm-hmm. Heather asked Meredith about um, not inviting Jen. She's like, I feel like you're making progress and you keep going backwards. And then Meredith mentions the Jen attacking my family stuff again. Yeah. And Whitney's like, okay. Is there more to the story that we don't know about? And so, Meredith says, of course. So no, it's like... No, not only does that, she dramatically puts on her sunglasses. Oh, yeah. Takes a dramatic pause. Oh. And then says, well, of course well, there of is. Well, of course there is. Of course there is. But, you know, Meredith is just not interested in making Jen's life worse than it already is right now. So she's not going to talk about it. Well, good for her, I guess. Well, but how how else is Whitney going to CSI her way around this? If, I if... know. She, she's not participating. Get a subpoena. <laughs> yeah. Get a subpoena. Whitney's like, I can't have this. Yeah, this isn't happening. You're roadblocking me. <laughs> You're a total cock block right now. And it's really irritating. Seriously. <laughs> So Seth decides it's time to take off his suit and jump in the pool. Okay, at this part, did you see in the background that Heather and Brooks are doing karaoke together? I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Heather is one of my karaoke partners. I know, you guys are... <laughs> well, I think you and Dre did the best. Well, Dre is... Yeah, we've done already... Yeah, actually, Heather and I, I don't have been remember looking what... for our ultimate karaoke yeah, I don't song. remember what song you and Dre did. Uh, like a Prayer. Oh. Yeah. It was magical, the choreography, yeah. just the flow. No, actually, Heather and I are still on the search for our ultimate karaoke duet. It was so. beautiful, and it was pretty epic. Life is a mystery, everyone must stand alone. I hear you call my name, and it feels like... So um, after Seth jumps in, Whitney gets thrown in. Then Meredith gets dragged in. <laughs> and then they relocate to the hot tub, and everyone else is like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I would get so scared to get those clothes wet. That's a big well, dry bill. Dry cleaning bill, right? It might actually completely ruin it. Hey, that's what I'm saying. Depending like, on the fabric, completely ruin it. But I guess That's somebody's... why Lisa, you notice they don't get Lisa in until she gets her pants off. Yeah. Like she got. I love it. I love it when was it Heather chasing her around wet or was it Whitney? Uh, Whitney, I think. Yeah, I was chasing her around and she falls. She's like, "Stop! I'm gonna pee." Because (laughs) that's what all of my older sisters do. If you like start attacking them or making them laugh too hard, that's the first thing that's gonna go is they're gonna start peeing. Right. right. (laughs) (laughs) I made multiple my sisters. I think I've made all of my sisters pee their pants a little bit at one point in my life. As you should. So Seth had a great party. Looked like a really great, great time. People I, were there to have a good time. That, Very little drama. With that one dancer in the hot tub. Yes. <laughs> like, oh. I felt so bad for it because, as you know, I do a lot of dancing right. at parties. I am a go-go in most right. parties. And going out there by yourself where you're the only entertainment is very intimidating. And it's very nerve-wracking. And... Because there's nothing else. You're just one dancer dancing in one foot of hot tub water. Like, it looks so weird. I would be afraid I'd slip. I I would be like, I can't get these socks wet. (laughs) And they go with my outfit, so I have to keep them on. (laughs) What a waste of a Gucci outfit. So after Seth's party, um, we're going to Zion. Here we Boom. Let's do this. Jenny's packing and making sure that Carlin has the mac and cheese instructions on the box. She needs it. Uh, Whitney calls Jen Shaw and she's like, so you're having a Cinco de Mayo party. Now, what's the deal? I'm not being like mafia again, am I? I'm not being like fish like, I'm not going to like bring in some sort of festive like Cinco de Mayo inspired costume and be the only and one. And be the only one. She's like, no, no, I'm totally down. Let's do this. So they get the same van and the same driver for the veil trip. And they sit in the same spots. The first, they sit in the same spots. Are there no other services in Salt Lake City that would drive that I mean, if you stick with one, you got to stick with it. Because they probably have to do, like, an agreement and, like, amend, like a, what uh, is that, NDA or something to not say anything. I mean, you just already know that something bad's about to happen. 
I know it's the it's, it's inevitable. The, it's the van of death. But Jen Shaw shows up ready to par She's like, I made it. I made it on the bus. I made it on the bus. She's got her maracas out. She's got her echo mic out. Like, she's so excited. She can't take it. I do love it when Heather shows up and she's begging Dre, please, please, please don't make me go to camp. I don't want to go with camp. I just want to stay home. I'll be good. I swear. <laughs> don't leave me, mom. I don't want to go. I told you a thousand times. I'll be good. I'll do the dishes every night. I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> and uh, Lisa Barlow shows up with the world's largest diet coke. She shows up the only way Lisa Barlow knows how to show up. Yeah. She shows up with fast food and a huge diet coke. Yes, ma'am. Amen, That's sister. Roll. Everybody needs diet coke in their life. <laughs> but the lady's like, "Can we get moving, please? Can we before like... the cops and the helicopters <laughs> yes. show up? I want to move this." <laughs> Once again, Meredith and Mary are not on the bus, Don't and then they talk about. Now, did Meredith maybe not even have to miss the bus the last time around? Yeah, I know. Like, was she really not at a memorial service? <laughs> I think she really was. I think actually what happened is that she was already in Colorado for a memorial service, and it made no sense to come back to Salt Lake City to take the bus back to Colorado. Yeah. That is probably what happened. Exactly. Um, but nonetheless, it, it all seems suspicious. Jenshaw brings up that she found out about the private investigator. Yes. Jenny is the one told her. And this is where Jen starts to get worked up. Ooh. Why didn't Lisa tell Jen about it? Why didn't Lisa's why didn't Jen tell her that her best friend of ten years is a private investigator and didn't tell her other best friend? Now Jen is like doing the whole Mary thing where since you're friends with her, you're responsible for her. And Lisa's <laughs> flat out, listen, I don't want to be held accountable for what Meredith's doing. Yeah, we're not even good friends right now. I will call out anyone for who's doing right and who's doing wrong, but I don't want to be held accountable for anyone's actions. Jen just honestly wants to be mad right now. There's nothing that's going to turn her down. Well, she does flat out want Lisa to pick a side, which I don't think is fair. No, because Jen has kind of taken the side. I mean, Mer uh, <laughs> Lisa has taken the side of Jen over Meredith and has hurt that relationship. Yeah, Lisa's like losing both friends. Yeah. <laughs> and this group of friends, Lisa is kind of on an island by herself. She's getting along with Whitney better than she is anyone. Yeah. Mary clearly hates her. Ugh. And Jen just yells out, well, it's not my fault that she had an affair. <laughs> I'm like, you better say something in a tantrum. Yeah, it might be your fault that you said something on camera, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not great. And she's definitely going to be pissed about that. <laughs> My favorite moment is when Whitney raises her hand. <laughs> <laughs> she's like I need I want to have something to say can I, can, can nobody I nobody calls on her no poor <laughs> for Whitney she just gets tired of it Jen only sees Lisa she only can see Lisa yeah and um, Jen's bottom line right here is like you treat Meredith different and better than you treat me there is a double standard here and Jen or Lisa starts off she's like listen I First of all, I've had quite a history with Meredith. And secondly, I've had your back. Yeah, haven't you, like, oh, seen that? that's when Jen, that's the last, Jen doesn't want to hear that. No, Jen just honestly wants to be so pissed. Well, she's to the point now where she's not listening to anything that anyone's saying. And she's saying. Just, she's just on screaming. a rampage. She's yeah. just screaming. It does get uh, diffused for, like, a split second, but then Jen just gets revved right back up, and she just, again, she just stops listening. And towards the end, I don't even know what they're screaming about. Oh, I know that Lisa's screaming, like, I need you to get on my face. Yeah. And then after she pushes her out of her, tries to push her out of her way, then Jen's like, push me again, push me again. Like, it just got really overheated and, and it I, wasn't okay. And I didn't notice that Lisa actually made physical contact with Jen. She I just, just went like, like, she this. Kind of like this. She just went like this to try to yeah. go around her and she wouldn't. I do have something to confess, though. It kind of felt good to have old Jen Shaw back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> On a rampage, Shaw. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm not condoning her behavior. Her, no. It's not okay to get that close to someone's face and scream at them. But it's like the Vegas dinner when she tried to, like, attack 
Heather and Whitney. <laughs> I know I need to be a better person all around. Other than a little bit when they were ice fishing at the beginning of the season, Jen Shaw has been on her best behavior She this really season. has. So it really felt kind of like, oh... Just to see Jen Shaw. She just... cracked the rage bottle open. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, I needed that. Oh, this is the Salt Lake City I remember. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> but you know what? Salt Lake City has not had a bad episode this season. They've not had an uneventful episode this season. This is just, they are slaying it. Yes. It's a serious season. It's jam-packed. It feels like it's been going on forever. <laughs> in, uh, in season one, some people wondered if they'd make it past one season, which, you know, we fell in love right away. Mm-hmm. But now they are such a strong cast. It's incredible. They were the first season to have, what, three um, reunion episodes? Yeah. First season? Yeah. And now we'll see what happens with the reunion since Mary wasn't there. Because, you know, their conversation with Mary could have been three episodes alone. Oh, my goodness. So, they, you know... I, and Mary chiming in on things. Like, it sucks yeah, that she wasn't there. That is unfortunate. We might we might end up with a two-episode reunion. Who yeah, knows? who knows? Well, you know what we also didn't end up with this week? Were new iTunes reviews. Motherfuckers. <laughs> But no, I'm not going to be too mean today. I'm not going to be mean. I'm not going to be as mean as I really want to be. Because I'm going to leave it as a technicality because we came out with our last episode and it's only been four days since our last episode came out. So by the next episode, (laughs) you can listen to us wherever you listen to us on podcasts. But if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave a nice review and leave a five-star rating. Please. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and also, i'm not mad i'm just disappointed <laughs> well and we'll also be disappointed if you don't follow us on our socials on facebook and instagram we are the real house bears on twitter we are real house bears and you can email us at the real house bears at gmail.com you could also find us on youtube Thanks so much for joining us again this week. We made it out a little bit earlier. It was a pleasure. Have a great one. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. All right, time for a sound check. Check for a time. What's your favorite podcast, Sydney? Um, I really like the Real House Bears podcast because they're just really two hot bears that just talk about <laughs> podcasts like all the time and like they talk about like the Real Housewives, which is something that I like really, really Shut love. up before I kill you, Sydney. Oh my god, so many of the housewives say that to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Scream to come out this week. I know, you're so excited. Um what are we going to talk about? There's something that I was like we can easily talk about. Oh, I know. What? Not scream. <laughs> <laughs>